the Nikki Burns Show with Jenny Green. The Nikki Burns Show with Jenny Green. Yeah. 2FM. Now, in May, the actor Liam Cullingham travelled to the South Sudan with World Vision, the world's largest child-focused overseas aid agency, to meet with and raise awareness of the people forced to flee their homes due to the civil war that is ravaging their country. Liam documented his trip with some stunning photography, which is now on exhibition called Dignity, and he is here to talk about it. So, uh, good morning. Thank you for coming into us today, Liam. How are you, Jenny? I'm very good. Now, tell us, uh, we all obviously know you from the world of acting, um, but talk to us about this exhibition and, and how it came about and why it is so important to you. Well, there's a lot of trouble in the world, as we know. This is all very cheery. Yeah, I will but, listen, uh, I know, yeah. But uh, um, there's a lot of things with charity when you hand over your few quid and you don't know where it goes. And it's not, I've had people coming up to me and going, does it really go over there and all that sort of stuff? Um, it's, it's kind of a method of not handing over your few quid. Um, so I've gone out a few times and and when I've been out there it struck me that why don't we show where, where the where the money goes so basically this this photograph exhibition is 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 all good news because a lot of this you know these shots of misery and whatever they're they're very difficult to look at I find them I've got kids and they're difficult to look at so I wanted to show the good news stories of what what that money that tiny bit of money has has uh, translated into. So all of the photographs, and uh, it wasn't until they were kind of up in the wall that I realised they were all women. <laughs> that was <laughs> accidental. Was, uh, which is a good thing. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. And I say women, there's kids to, uh, yeah. to, to older elderly ladies. Mm. Um, and just basically, um, what, what, what good that we're doing with the money coming from Ireland. So, um, I think so they're kind of cheery things. That is the thing when we see it, uh, certainly with social media on our mm. news feeds, and, yeah. we, and we see all these things happening throughout the world, um, and particularly in cases of refugees, and you look at Syria and these places. And yeah. then, unfortunately, as time goes by, weeks pass, and it gets replaced with something else, and it's like we've forgotten yeah. that this is happening all That's the true. time. It doesn't it doesn't stop just because it's not showing up on your Facebook news feed. Absolutely, feeds. I know, yeah. And it's the same. Listen, I'm on, I'm on Twitter and Instagram, and, and, and you do. There can be a litany of misery. And it's very difficult. I mean, when you you know when you want to talk to your mates about where you're go, going for a couple of points or a bit of dinner later on or whatever, and to see this stuff popping up, you know, it's it's difficult to look at. But we have to keep our eye on it. You know, the, the, there's the old you know political saying that democracy dies in silence. I mm. mean, you do. This is the time, especially for your younger listeners, that they they don't have the luxury anymore of of sitting there and doing nothing. You have to. You have to find out why the world, it's your world. The, the, us old fogies have to hand it on to younger people. And, and you know, it's embarrassing the world that, mm. that we're handing on to younger people now. So it's it's up to younger people to um, to change the world the way they want it. And they're a lot more powerful than they think they are. I, mean, I think know. they're way more powerful than, uh, you know, a lot of us were even 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, because everything is so visual. Things are happening. Things are happening and they're not getting lost because yeah. they're, they're immediately good and bad and whether sometimes there's a negative to social media but the mm. positives are that things in the world are happening and they're online immediately we're not waiting even till the six o'clock news to see yeah. them they're there all day for people to see yeah and you and you also have the added bonus I mean you're exactly right there's bad and good it's a bit I, I tend to describe social media and, and the internet as like it's like walking into the British Museum I think the biggest museum in the world yeah, I mean you're going to have the Hitler's book in one corner and you'll have the Bible in the other corner and everything in between you know what I mean so you can you can feed your bad humor, you can feed your good humor, and and it's an incredible thing. But we are desperate. We are incredibly well connected now, and 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 you can you can pick your news, and your it's not just down to the national broadcasters like we're here now. You can 
you can but you do have to save you need you need your your colander out to find out what you perceive to be the truth because there's so much information coming at you so and it's for, incredibly for anyone important. who doesn't know what is the current situation in south sudan well, you know what? It's 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 kind of it's the world's newest country. The way the way I viewed it, it only it only got its flag in two thousand and eleven. Mm. Uh, they kind of they used to be part of Sudan, and then they had the bad luck of discovering oil. So all of a sudden, it became very in, in, um, interesting to very powerful people, mainly in you know the the powerful countries of the world. So in in a terrible way, it's in their interest to keep this place destabilized. However, there's a third of the population. Are um, are displaced. Uh, this is incredibly fertile. This place. They've got low. They've they, they. It's not like a famine. It's not like a tsunami or anything like that. Left to their own devices, they can easily look after themselves. But when you've got a third of the population who can't, I mean, it's a bit like the farmers here. Mm. If you move them off their land, they're not going to be able to grow any food. They're not be able uh, going to be able to feed themselves. And that's when, you know, charities and and governments, uh, uh, generosity around the world has to has to come in. And that's what we're trying to say that we need to keep this going. So there isn't a huge amount of debts and uh, etc but the, but the there's a piece there at the moment but it's it's kind of fragile yeah so it's very important if we can't look after the youngest country on the planet what hope is there for the rest of the world and i know you've quite a link back you were in you know africa for the first time as an electrician yeah, i believe yeah. when now, i was 22 many moons ago how, no, how yeah. did that well, not even today happen? or yesterday <laughs> I never knew you were an electrician beforehand, so yeah. this was a previous life, obviously. Absolutely, yeah, when I used to be a real person, yeah, when I was an electrician in the ESB. <laughs> yeah, I went out three and a half years. I'd never been on a plane. It was my first time going, getting on a plane, was going to live in deepest, darkest Africa. What was that? That must have been terrifying, because, I mean, a lot of people, their first flight is, you know, maybe over to the UK or something. Yeah. It's a short flight and you're on and off. But to fly over to a country like that that you've no experience of yeah. and to find yourself living there then for a number of years. Yeah, it was really weird. I, I, I tell you, you know, talk about culture shock. I remember getting on the plane in in, uh, in Gatwick, I think it was. We flew Air Zimbabwe over. I'd never smelled curry in my life. And I got on the plane. And there's a huge amount of uh, Asian people and in Indian people mm. uh, in Zimbabwe, but they'd all they'd all eaten their beautiful food before they got on the plane. So you can imagine there was a <laughs> the smell aromas. of curry on the plane. <laughs> so that that kind of weird thing when you when you smell something completely alien and you're going, you know, you're quite scared. I remember wanting, to, literally wanting to get off the plane when I when I when I smelt this curry. Were you on your own going over? No, I, I, I got married. I, I, I broke my mother's heart in the space of three weeks. I left. <laughs> oh, Oh, I emigrated, wow. yeah, and went off. Yeah, me poor ma. Yeah, it's terrible. I'm going up to see her after this. Well, good, good man. Probably the right answer. So, <laughs> what about when did the acting happen for you then? Because obviously that's something you always wanted to do. So, because of when, Africa. So, was was it when you came back that you went? You know, I'm going to just actually give this a go. They put me back in my little yellow van driving around Dublin, my ESB van, and I went. I can't do this. I've been, I'd been, I'd been looking at one of the places I looked after was uh, the national park over mm. there, which is the size of Belgium. And it's 16,000 elephants and lions and leopards and cheetahs and all that. So when you're driving your yellow van around Drimna, it doesn't have the same glamour. <laughs> okay. And I went, I need to do something else to take my mind off this. And I started acting as a hobby and I fell in love with it. And that's how I ended up uh, uh, doing, the old, uh, doing the old acting bit. Obviously, yeah. we know you from so many roles, but you are most famous uh, for Game of Thrones, which what? I did. Never heard of it. Which I did. Uh, I owned up to you off air. I'm the only person in the entire, I wouldn't say the country, I'd say possibly the world who hasn't seen it yet. Now, you yeah. said I've about 70 hours to catch up on. Yeah, roughly. it's a commitment. Yeah, oh, that's what, I'm, I'm the same when it comes to books. I'm waiting <laughs> to break a leg. So when I'm stuck in the thing, I've got, I, I'll actually open a book. But it's the same. I mean, I, yeah, 
If it is a commitment, yeah, it is. A, it's a bit of a. It's a bit like dating this program because yeah. there's so there's so many errors. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's incredible. How did you have any idea um, when you got when you got involved and you got the role of Davos? Hmm. Where exactly this was? Did you know this was going to be massive, or did you go this is a bit different? Yeah. I don't know. If anybody tells you they knew it was going to be as big as it was, they're a liar. Even the fellows who wrote it and directed it and HBO had no idea it was going to turn into a global phenomenon that even Donald Trump is using to make posters of and all sorts of stuff, all sorts of awful stuff. Um, it's just, it's brilliant storytelling. It's a, it's like, and I don't mean this in any way to demean the thing, it's like, a, it, it's an incredibly high quality soap. It's, it's, it's loads of characters. It's various areas you go to, and it's kind of almost, if you think about it, it's almost like, a bit like a soap. But there's a, the, what's great about it is that there's so many characters in it, and it's, it's incredibly well written. Very clever. Very difficult to to um, you know predict what's going to happen in it. Don't talk to anybody when you start watching it, Jenny, because they'll tell you everything. They'll tell so me everything. Try and watch it with somebody because it's okay. really it's brilliant stuff. Is it is it frightening a bit as well? Yes. Okay. Of so it is. so it's, I need backup. Listen, to, it's violent and it's sexy. But as we say, when people gave out about the violence, says look. Violence is not pretty, and we no. show it as it is. And it's it's a it's a show written by grown ups, and it's for grown ups. Well, I'm definitely going to do that. And um, after you do a show like that, what what do you do after Game of Thrones? Because do you find anything will seem like oh, this, yeah, a bit of a letdown my, afterwards? My gravestone it? is going to read Liam Game of Thrones Cunningham, unfortunately. <laughs> but and it's because I've done the hunger here and win the shakes the barley and cracker and I I, I, I pop up and pop. Listen, this will. The public's memory is very short. The great thing, God. though, is that gravestone, that headstone. God, I hope it's a long way down the line. So it, will, it will be around cholesterol, I'm guessing. <laughs> yeah, 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 it might you've, be. You've There's never moved away. There. I might ask for special permission. I, well, I'm sure you There's get granted that. old graveyard around the corner from me, actually. I'm, I, might, uh, I might ask for permission there, so it's not much of a not much of a jant. You've never moved, hole. which I think is is really remarkable, because you always hear people doing well and then they go and move to L.A., but that's not your scene at all. No, I've been to LA. I have to go to LA next week. I, I'm going. I have people that represent me over there. They live in LA, so I don't have to. It's um, it's all right. Listen, I've got friends over there who have carved out a gorgeous lifestyle. I don't like the beach. No. Uh, I, 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 I love the seasons. I love coming out. and it's You, you have to open the curtains to see what the weather is. You never have to open the curtains. You're in, in the LA. right country for that anyway. Yeah, I know. Yeah, <laughs> so that, yeah I, lo I love it here. Have you any advice for any budding actors who might be listening now, or you know, because obviously it's a, it's a tough career. It really is. You're it's insane. You're, it's a you, stupid you're, career. You're you know you're flying high and then you're out of work for ages, and oh, it's yeah. just and it's really a case of trying to keep yourself going, keep yourself motivated. Keep is yourself it? fed, more <laughs> like. Um, yeah. It's I you know what I've had young people come up and go. I I really think I want to be an actor, and I said don't do it. Yeah, the only reason to be an actor is if you've no choice. You have to do it. Because uh, somebody, I, somebody gave me a statistic a while ago and it's that at any one time, the uh, unemployment rate for actors is between 85 and 90% at any one time. So that's only one in 10 are, are working. So don't, if, you, you know, if you're thinking of buying a... A Lamborghini. Don't uh, don't don't think acting is a route through. It's You've got to be one. really lucky. And stupidity helps. It's really naivety and stupidity is a talent that is required to be an. And actor. then I also find you, you probably have to be quite a good accountant as well because when you suddenly go, oh geez, I did well there, but you mm. might need to make that last for a year. Correct. I mean, yeah, that's it. I'm, I, uh, for for years and years. I'm, in thir I'm thirty years doing this now, and I've a bit of a I've, I've a little bit of money put away to pay me bills. But basically what used to happen, and when I was in the SBA, it used to get me a little manila envelope on Friday, and that's what I had to spend. But the, as you say, 
one month, maybe two months of the year, you've got it seems like a load of money in your yeah. in your bank account, and then for the other ten, um, it's uh, it you you've got to make, stretch that out. And, and I, I say this to myself because about ten years ago, I didn't take my own advice, and I had a couple of money put away, which was for the tax. What did you splash out on? Uh, uh, food. Oh, and okay. then and then I got in trouble. <laughs> Then I got in trouble with the tax man for like 10 years. I was in deep, deep duty. I had to eat. I had to eat. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, the Dignity Photo Exhibition uh, showcasing photographs taken by Liam on a recent trip to South Sudan with World Vision. It's on in the Paris Court Townhouse Centre. Started January 11th. It was meant to finish on Sunday and it's now been extended. Yep. We have another two weeks. Apparently, uh, the people, the lovely people from Paris Court said there's loads of people coming in. So they, they want to hang on to it. Doesn't, it's, there's no charge. It's just up on the little balcony. And also, also I have to say, because yeah. they'll kill me, there's a cycle ride this September from Paris to beautiful Paris to Nice. It's not for experts or, or even people who are, spend their life on bikes or whatever. Uh, for the charity, you can raise money and uh, the, you will help the people who are like the people in the exhibition. So that's September, World Vision. World Vision. And can people donate online as well if yes, they wish absolutely. to do so? Yes, absolutely. Go to the website and I've seen where that money goes. It does a huge amount of work. Brilliant. Uh, Liam Cunningham, an absolute pleasure to have you in today. And I'm going to get cracking on Game of Thrones as soon as I get home today. I promise. <laughs> I won't let you down. Promise. Two, two, F, M. Oh! The Nikki Burns Show with Jenny Green.